What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined across the power of the internet by my co-host, Rachel Mogan. Buongiorno. Buongiorno to you as well. How are you this fine morning? I'm doing mostly fine. The reason we're recording virtually again today is I just got back from some traveling. It was my first time flying since the Rona came around. Yep, yep. And I'm just a little paranoid because like you're hearing a lot about breakthrough cases right now. And when I got back into town last night, I was like, I feel a little stuffy. Uh-oh. I feel a little scratch in the back of the throat. So oh, no. just in case, uh, I don't want to kill Jared off. And then I would have to, <laughs> I would have to learn how to use Photoshop and, and light studio. Premiere. That's what After I said. Effects. Premiere. All After Effects. <laughs> I would have to learn how to use those. And then I would have to take care of Fender and Birdie. I'm not cut out for that kind of life. That's a full-time so, job right there. That's a full-time job. So I figured I would just stay home, keep everybody safe. I get it. I, I get, get it. Tested. I wasn't going to call you out. I was just going to, blo- I was just going to, you know, just gloss right over that, you know, you're oh, feeling no. a little sickly, but no, it's probably honestly good. I was out uh, gone in Albuquerque too. Also my first time flying for the, uh, since the Rona. So, you know. We both went to different places. Maybe it is good to have ourselves be apart for a week, especially since now in Austin, we're back in like what stage four, almost stage five again. Yeah. Bullshit. People get vaccinated. Four. Come I on. Know. It's like, I, uh, on the one hand, I do actually like wearing the mask in public because as long as it's not boiling lava hot, it gives you a nice sense of anonymity. It's yeah. like, ha, I Except don't in have Austin, to brush it's boiling my teeth hot. today, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is boiling hot. So yeah, whatever, please, fun. please get vaccinated if you can. <laughs> it'd, be, it. it'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> well, Along with getting vaccinated and being a lot cooler than you did, you're also a lot cooler than you were if you listen to Team Chat Podcast here on uh, Tuesday mornings, 9 a.m. Central Time is when those new episodes come out for you to listen to across podcast services around the World Wide Web, as well as watching a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. Links for all that are in the description below. You can also find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join our Discord server where we have a lot of great conversations when we're not here recording the show, uh, talk about games here. And finally... If you'd like to support the show and help make it bigger and better, just like Elise M, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Ben W, Michael B, Future Rascal, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done. My God, Mogan, the list is getting so big. I know. It's getting a little bit too grande. We're going to have to start cutting (laughs) some people. (laughs) But just like they have done by going over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast, you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month. And in return, we give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before their general Tuesday release, access to a private channel over on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery, as well as a lot of extra bits of goodness along the way. So huge shout out and thank you to all of them. But also, if you can't do that, that's no big deal. We totally understand. There are a lot of other ways that you could help make the show bigger and better, such as leaving us a review, subscribing wherever you listen to or watch the show, telling your friends, all that goodness helps get the word of Team Chat Podcast out to the masses. And we are incredibly grateful and thankful for all of our listeners and patrons alike. Heart emojis. The benefit of doing the remote remote recording is that you can really get the angle of the heart emoji. Yeah, you can. It's so much better. There we go. So much easier. That's the thumbnail. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) We got it there. But before we jump into the main topic of the day, 
Let's get a little bit of news and what's coming out soon in our moment with Bogan. All right. Unfortunately, we do have to play a little bit of catch up. Now, I'm not okay. going to go through everything that released the last couple oh, yeah. of we, weeks. We forgot it. We missed an episode last yeah, week. Yeah, we missed an episode. Bo- both of our travel schedules. That, we were doing it live. We did our live show. That's right. So That's right. we've we've missed two weeks of releases. So I'm going to just Sorry, try everybody. to blaze through these as quickly as I can. <clears throat> and I'm only going to be hitting the ones that I personally think are worth it. So, for example, Space Jam, <laughs> a legacy. You're never going to know what consoles that's for because we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> but in case you missed it, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD Remake is now available for Nintendo Switch. So is Chris Tales. Christ Tales? Cree Tales? I don't know how <laughs> you pronounce it. But that's available for PS5, Xbox Series, XNS, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and PC. So is Pokemon Unite. <clears throat> If you missed this one, Pokemon Unite is out now for the Nintendo Switch. It was free on July 1st. It is a tw- it is a completely free-to-play game, but it is, of course, microtransactioned out the wazoo. So if you're looking for a Pokemon MOBA, which is what it is, give it a shot, but be prepared to fork over some cash if you want to be able to actually get anywhere. Uh, Contra Returns is out now for iOS and Android. Microsoft Flight Simulator is out now for Xbox Series X and S. Neo, The World Ends With You is out for PlayStation 4 and Switch. The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. This is actually a game that I'm kind of excited about. Uh, I would like to play it at some point. Great Ace Attorney Chronicles is essentially a prequel game like um, that covers the ancestry behind Phoenix Wright as a character from the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney series. That's okay. out now for PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. Near Reincarnation. It's actually been a fairly good month for mobile devices. Near Reincarnation is out now for iOS and Android. The Forgotten City is out for PS4, Xbox Series X and S, P- uh, PS5, Xbox One, and PC. And another game that I'm actually really jazzed about, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster series is out now for PC, iOS, and Android. And then finally, catching us up to this week. So as of yesterday, uh, Grime is out for Stadia and PC. Whether or not this has any relation to singer slash DJ Grime, unknown. I don't think it is, but you never know. (laughs) Wait, is her name Grimes? Grimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elon Musk's Yeah, 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 yeah. Elon Musk's girlfriend, yeah. Grimes. Well, anyways, uh, Grimes, no relation to Grime for Stadia and PC out now. This is just a sequel to Rhyme. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, So as of this episode's air date on August 3rd, finally catching up to the present, we have Lemnis Gate for PS5, Xbox Series XS, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. The Ramp is out now for PC. Dungeon Defenders Awakened comes out tomorrow on August 4th on August 4th for the Switch. So does another one that it's been it's a weirdly good time for mobile devices. Uh, My Time at Porsche, a fairly popular kind of life slash farming sim game for previously, I think, for Switch and Steam. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sure if it was ever out for P- for PlayStation and Xbox, but My Time at Porsche is finally being Porsche ported. (laughs) Bad joke, sorry. It's finally being ported to iOS and Android. So that's an exciting time. Nice. Uh, The Falconeer is coming out on the 5th for PS5, PS4, and Switch. Oh, wait, is this the one that I was excited? Wait, is this the right game? Yes, I'm so excited about this. I hope this is true. Is this accurate? I'll have to check check my (laughs) 
Kickstarter updates because a game that I joined the Kickstarter for, Black Book, is possibly coming out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC as of August 10th. I hope that is true. I will double check the dates on that. Um, I know I've been getting some backer rewards updates about it. The gist is that Black Book is kind of like a card-based Russian folklore horror game oh. where you're where you're playing as a as a as a girl and I think you have a book of like demons or spells and you're going through what is Russian folklore to like defeat evil creatures it looked awesome and I was like hell yes I want to back that so I signed on for the Kickstarter for this possibly over a year ago I don't remember when I signed on but huzzah it's finally coming out how exciting nice all right, and anyways, a bunch of other games also come out later this uh, month, but we will get to those in the future. That's it for now. Thank God. <laughs> Quite the list. Quite the list. <laughs> I'm tired. We even got to play catch up like that. I forgot it had been two weeks. Sorry, everybody. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so we had whoopsie that new, doodles. Whoopsie doodles. We had that team chat plays playing more of that guacamole too. Then we had to take a break last week, and then here we are. But uh, other than recent releases and stuff coming out soon. There has been a lot of news coming out of the games industry within the last week, two weeks. That has not been so great. In uh, fact, yeah, it most has been, of it bad. Yes, most it's been, just been downright been terrible. Bad. It's, oh, it has gosh. not been good at all. Oh, hey, Kitty. Hey, Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously what we're referring to is all of the reports of the lawsuit and what has been happening lately coming out of Activision Blizzard. Oh, my gosh. We... There have been plenty of articles. There have been plenty of resources out there for you to be able to go out and see what has been happening and what's been taking place. And so we're not going to recount and do a full recap of it. We just wanted to get on and just say that it's absolutely fucking disgusting. I mean, and we will actually say so as far as what's going on, Activision Blizzard's being sued out the wazoo for an astonishing pattern of sexual harassment, discrimination against women, women of color, people of color. So they are just, I mean, if you read the reports, it's awful. It's it's some of the worst stuff I've seen in a while, which is saying something. Yeah, I, I, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, so I should have like given. Thank you for giving I mean, the descriptor, the brief summary of what's happening. I just wasn't going to be like, and then okay, this happened, they, and then this happened, and then this lemurs? happened. What are they doing? They're not yeah. killing lemurs. No, no, no not yet. Clever. Maybe. <laughs> protect the lemurs. Yeah, protect but, the lemurs from Blizzard specifically. But the point is, it's bad. So it's if you want to, if you want to go research it, you can, and uh, may, maybe. Maybe think about possibly donating to a few causes that do help women in tech and women of color in tech because they they obviously uh, could use your support. Yes, because I mean, it's just it's one of those things. It's like obviously all of the stories and all of the accounts of things that have come out of harassment, sexual harassment, discrimination that have come out of the gaming industry within the last year, year and a half have all been terrible. But it's just like. This one came along and just said, hey, you thought the bar was low? Let me just drop that a few more hundred feet for you. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just the one it's all just it, it just can't describe how like fucked up it is. It is it just bad. It just how it just seems so prevalent. And it's just a sign that like we can't be sitting here talking about how great games are and how fun we have, how much fun we have playing them if we don't call out the fucking bullshit. Because they can't keep getting away with it. This cannot be how gaming industry or any industry can continue to function uh, in in this day and age. And it's just appalling. And it's sickening. And just, yeah. Fix your shit, everybody. And obviously, you know, we're not going to 
we don't have time to go into it right now, but their no. their like corporate response to the lawsuit terrible. Oh my god, it's like are you? I've like, never even I, if those I, people I who responded. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Sorry, I will sorry, say sorry. that I've never read something so tone deaf, but good lord, read the room, Blizzard. For that response in itself, those people should be like, let go. Like, yeah, are you yeah, kidding they me? they should be. It's like, who on your corporate PR team signed off on this? This yeah. is horrendous. And then oh. it's like, and then Bobby Kotick coming out later and being like, our response were tone deaf. You think? Yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God. It oh, was boy. just, it's just one of those days. It's just one of those things where you're just like, what the hell are we even doing here? Yeah. And that just, the, it's just, it's sad, it's appalling to see it, and it needs to change. Yeah. So. Uh, in slightly backtracking news, just to make sure that I catch it before we move on to the next news piece, I am looking at my Kickstarter backer rewards. Black oh, yeah? Book is coming out on August 10th. Incredible. Nice. So That's just, awesome. It's an RPG rooted in Slavic mythology. And it's cool. coming out on August 10th, which is the 222nd day of the year, which that's got to be lucky, right? That's got to yeah. mean something. I don't that know what it means, be. but it's got to mean something. <laughs> Did they plan it? Is it some secret meaning in the game? Yeah, I don't know. You'll have to find out and tell Most us. Most impressively of all, it is actually, this was one of the backer rewards, I think, if they reached a certain milestone. The game mm -hmm. is actually going to contain both full uh, English and Russian voiceovers, which is really nice. Wow. I I'm excited That's about cool. that. So anyways, I can't wait to get my hands on it. <laughs> I know. You'll have to let us know how it is. Yeah, I'll do a review. Uh, but speaking of some other stuff that's been coming out, there was last week. I missed this totally. Uh, I completely didn't even know it was happening until after it had happened. But there, Annapurna Interactive had a showcase of new yes. games and stuff. And I know you watched through this, correct? I did because I, Jared and I have actually played quite a few Annapurna Interactive games. So Annapurna is the the publisher. So mm -hmm. they part. They are very well known for partnering with a lot of indie creators and indie studios to put out some of the more interesting games uh, oh, that yeah. I can think of that we've played in the past. Notably, What Remains of Edith Finch, uh, Gone Great Home, game. The Unfinished Swan, which is a game that you played. For a little uh, bit. I dabbled so in it. <laughs> it I dabbled keep, in it. It didn't keep my attention for super long, but I but I, I have played a little bit of it, yeah. Yeah, they also did, God, just the list goes on and on. Most recently for the PS5, it was one of the free PS Plus games for PS5 just a couple of months ago, Maquette. They've mm -hmm. also got, God, God, who knows what else. The list is literally very long. Uh, to, you say <laughs> you played it, but now I'm going completely blank on what I've actually played other than Edith the Finch. The Pathless, <laughs> of course. So the Pathless. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kentucky Route Zero TV edition, Sayonara Wild Hearts Journey. That's the one that I was trying to think of that I was there like, I go. know I'm missing a big one. And very notably, a game that I think more people would be familiar with, Outer Wilds. So Annapurna Interactive has just been quietly pumping out for years some really interesting, good quality games. So I was really excited to see that they were doing their first ever showcase, and I really wanted to see what was coming up. Some of it had already been talked about previously and a couple of things were kind of newer reveals uh notably one of the things that's coming soon is an expansion for outer wilds so if you love outer wilds and you want more of that game good good job it's, coming. <laughs> it's there it's got, <laughs> it's, you got it it is on the way they also showed more about a game that we know is two games uh that we already knew were coming but that i'm interested in both of them stray the game where you're kidding okay speaking what timing Look at those little strays back there, you bad little kitties. You better not bite that <laughs> couch. 
don't do it, Kitty. <laughs> He's got a yeah, that was crazy timing. Uh, Stray is coming out soon-ish. I forgot if they mentioned a release date, but it looks awesome. He plays a little kitty cat in like a cybernetic future world, and the kitty wears a little backpack. I don't know what the point is. I just want to be a cute little kitty. It's coming <laughs> to you from Anna Purna. Anna Purna. <laughs> Purna. <laughs> Very excited for that. Almost as excited. Actually, I would probably even say I'm more excited about Solar mm -hmm. Ash. Uh, obviously, this we talked about cool. this a little bit when they did a showcase about it at E3, I think. Mm -hmm. Solar Ash just looks really interesting. It looks like it's very based in movement and flow and the environment, which I love all of those things. So jazzed about Solar Ash. I love the, the art direction, the kind of polygonal, blocky, in-your-face art design. I love all of that. Uh, other ones that were newly teased, A Memoir Blue, which watching the trailer, I was like, that game looks like it was scientifically designed to make you cry. So <laughs> I may or may not be playing that one. It looks sad. <laughs> Storyteller was also on the list. And another one that I wasn't sure I was going to think was interesting. Mm -hmm. But now that I've seen some of the gameplay, I am on board. Neon White. So Neon White, it has this really interesting art style to the characters. It's very anime. Actually, I saw the characters uh, like in the promotional designs and I was like, is this Bleach? Are they just, are they just <laughs> quietly remaking Bleach the anime? They're not. That was obviously not even remotely correct. But it's, again, another very strongly movement-based game to the extent that I would liken it to Mirror's Edge. I don't know mm. how many people here still remember Mirror's Edge, but when the PS3 came out, Yes, PS3. Uh, God, that was so long ago. Oh, I know. no. Like <laughs> well, 14 the, something years ago. Jesus, you're right. Well, when the PS3 came out, Mirror's Edge was one of those first games to kind of come out along with the console that had a lot of hype behind it mm -hmm. because it was this first person parkour style game. So even though it was in first person, you were running at top speed, you know, traversing all of these buildings in the city. It was awesome. It was fast paced. Neon White gives a very Mirror's Vibe edge, just with a lot more combat involved, because you do actually have uh, cards that you mm -hmm. use to traverse the levels, and your cards can either be used as weapons, you can use them like guns almost, or you can cash in a card, like, on the fly to generate it into a special move instead. So it's this, it, it looks like this really interesting balance of figuring out, do I want to prioritize movement, or do I want to prioritize combat you know getting through these enemies and it's very much being billed as a game made for speedrunners. like that's mm -hmm. the whole thing get through the levels as fast as you possibly can and that's that's really the goal so i'm not a speedrunner, but it does look like a really fun game so neon white i'm here for it i can't wait for that one i really want to try it nice ah and that is everything from the annapurna interactive that i personally thought was interesting very cool very cool and so the last bit of news, it's a we little bit of a downer, ladies and gentlemen. I but well, it. I mean, everybody was kind everybody of calling did, it. Yeah. Everybody was like, this is going to happen. There's no way. I knew it in the in my heart of hearts that it was going to get delayed. But yes, due to, according to a Bloomberg report by Jason Schreier, Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed to 2022. First quarter, 2022, but still, it's delayed, which obviously... Sucks that I won't come out this year. Sucks I won't get my hands on it this year. But obviously, as we've said before, delays make a game better. So keep making that game better, Gorilla. I still have full health, full health, full belief in you. Uh, and I'm just still 
jazzed as ever and excited to get to play I more still of have full story. hit points in Horizon <laughs> in Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> so it'll be coming soon. Who knows when, but we'll get it eventually. <laughs> still just sad to see it. Still just a dagger to the heart. <laughs> God, I just really, how fun. Oh, I wish they were doing this. I wish more studios would do this. I wish that this were actually a joke and uh-huh. that it's not been delayed. And then on the God. original release date, they were just going to drop it and just like do a little announcement and be like, oh, you're just kidding. It's actually out right now. That'd be amazing. I feel like that would be such <laughs> a fun PR stunt. And I right? feel like it, it would, that would be fun. Come just on. A bamboozle. Full yeah, on just bamboozle. Just a full bamboozle. <laughs> I'd be down for that. I would be absolutely be down for that because like, sure, people do the the drops, but they of just like the surprise drop like, hey, here's this cool game. And oh, by the way, it's available now. But yeah, do it a full on. No, it's canceled. It's not or it's not. It's delayed. It's not coming until next year. But then like, psych, it's just out today. Suckers, you fell for it. Got them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fun. That, that would, would be really be fun. fun. <laughs> but moving on to the main topic of the day. Mogan, I've completed Ratchet and Clank Rift apart and it is time for a review. I saw that. I saw your Twitter last night that you actually, your Twitter, your tweet last night that you actually finished it. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I did it. I was I did expecting. It qu- I, mean, I, I had faith in you, but I was also like, it took him 20 years to finish Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, Valhalla was like 120, 105 hour game for me. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. I'm actually not sure how many, but it's like a, you know, it's like a 10 to 12 hour one. It's not, gotcha. it's not near as, as huge and massive and expansive as, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but I finished playing the game, and so now I'm here to give my full review of it, and uh, I don't really think it's going to be that long reviews, because also, A, it's very new game, came out at the end of June, so I'm not going to go and like be spoiling all the story beats for everybody and stuff like that, because it is just very new. So, mostly just talking about the stuff I liked, what I didn't like, and so let's dig in. So, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, it was developed by Insomniac Games, it's a third-person shooter platformer. And uh, let me just say, I'm just going to go ahead and give a little bit of spoiler alert here. It's amazing. Like, Gosh, I can't wait to hear about it. I'm really excited. It's, this is It's just so good. I can't. This is one of the few games. This and Returnal are like the two games that I actually want a PlayStation 5 to be able to play because I'm right. like, yeah, they they do look pretty freaking sweet, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, next time you get a, when you're over your sniffles. In your little scratchy throat, come over. You got to like play a couple levels and just try it out because it's just it's the perfect showcase again of like what the PS5's power brings to the table in terms of what gaming is going to look like on consoles. It's just it has so much good stuff going for it. But first, for in case you don't know what this game is about, Ratchet Clank is obviously a long running series from Insomniac Games. Uh, and this is the latest entry. So a quick little story synopsis is actor Dr. Nefarious, who's like the long running villain of the series, attempts to steal the Dimensionator. It goes wrong. And in doing so, he unleashes a whole uh, just destruction and mayhem across the many dimensions because this Dimensionator is a device that also allows you to travel in between dimensions, interplanetary, just like you pop it, you shoot it, opens up a portal, you jump through, you're in the new place. Well, that starts going wrong and it causes all this mayhem, like risks from all over, people from other dimensions, creatures from other dimensions are being pulled in everywhere. It's just creating chaos. And what this does is this opens up the way for the nefarious of another dimension, Emperor Nefarious, who's like higher up on the bad chain oh, than Dr. Nefarious oh, God. takes this as his opportunity to try to conquer 
all of the dimensions. And so you, as Ratchet, with your trusty sidekick, Clank, have to stop him. And along the way, you meet a lot of uh, fun uh, cast, a fun cast of characters and their other dimensional counterparts, along with a new mysterious Lombax, Rivet. Oh, so it's a, it was just a good old time. What do you think the typical doctor to emperor pipeline is like? Like what what, what like how many stages think? are in between? Yeah, like what, um, what what else has to happen before you get to emperor from doctor? Well, because I feel like we doctor that's just kind of like the mad scientist reach, you know. Well, what we've I mean? got Dr. Bro Mogan in our community. Oh, so that's I'm true. wondering like how do how how could we support him to get into I think into he's emperor? got a good maybe like I don't know. Maybe like four three four other steps in between cuz I feel like you got in doctor then maybe you want to start small. You want to have build up like your first base of operations. So maybe you become mayor nefarious. Mayor. Then you're, then you have like control over a city. Then maybe let's say you jump up to governor nefarious, then maybe King, then we can jump to emperor. So yeah, I think like there's a three, three, four steps there that he needs to cover before he, uh, so he can achieve his full plans of global domination in his field. So yeah, I think that there I you think go. Dr. Bro Mogan. Yeah. Get there's on your it. path. There's your, there's your, there's your path for you. Uh, so basically, like I said, it's a, this is a third person, uh, pl- action adventure platformer. And what Ratchet and Clank is known for is like having a incredibly fun combat system, not, not to mention it's normal, just platforming. And you do that through like a vast area of weapons. You have all this gear at your disposal. There are different parts where like you'll play as Clank. Cause normally Clank is just like strapped to Ratchet's back, but then like he can help out with like, a. I like flying, like a gliding ability. He has like propellers and stuff like that. But there are also various stages in the game and in past games where you get to play as like Clank by himself. And this one throws in the added uh, benefit of you not only get to play as Ratchet and Clank, you also get to play as the new Lombax, Rivet, at a few at a few points in the game as well. It actually switches off like mission to mission, which one you're getting to play as. So you get to oh. cover a lot of different territory, get to meet a lot of different characters. And I gotta say, Rivet is fantastic. She's an amazing, fun character. Jennifer Hale does an amazing job voicing her. Uh, and it's just a really fun... I, w- I will say, my exposure and my knowledge of Ravage and Clank isn't that deep. I've actually only played the remake of the original game that came out in 2016. So I've only played two games in the series. So, go, But based off of just both of these two... Like, it's so much fun. There's so much stuff to do in it because it's just, it's one of those things it, you play it and, and the smile never leaves your face. Be, you know, you're just having a blast because it's so smooth. It's so uh, action-packed. You're, there's never like the dull moments that you come across the boss fight. The enemies are fun to fight because they're like, everything's kind of like goofy and lighthearted throughout the whole thing. Even though you're fighting like these, you know, bad guys and bosses who are like these robots, but they're kind of like, it's it's kind of like how the the battle droids and stuff in like the Clone Wars or Star Wars are you know the, oh, like just yeah. kind of like dumb like Roger Roger kind of thing goofuses and you don't yeah. feel bad about killing them. No, you don't, and and all this and so there's just it's you'll be running around you'll have this you'll be jumping around you can ride these like rails on your and everything and like have these really fun set pieces uh, as you're like s- s- grinding around throughout the levels and the maps you're using in this one you have the ability to. And one of the defining things that like really sets this up, like I was saying, is like one of the showcases of what the PS5 can do is that you will come across rifts that you can activate because you gain one of the new pieces of gear that you have is called the Omniglove. And that allows you to like tether onto a rift and like pull it towards you. So you immediately close the distance in between you and that rift and just how 
I didn't expect, you know, we'd seen it in the trailers and we'd seen it in gameplay demos of them showing off this ability, but I honestly didn't know how cool that would feel until you actually get to do it. It's just something about how seamlessly it just zips and pulls you forward and how that's visually represented. And you're suddenly like opened up into this new area and how seamlessly it does it because it can render and process that happening so fast on the PS5. It's just like, my God, it was just so many times throughout this. I had to just honestly like sit back and marvel and be like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening because there would be times when there are so many enemies flying around. There are, I'm jumping in between rifts. I'm fighting enemies. There are things getting blown up. There are explosions, debris, bolts that you collect. That's kind of like the currency. Every time you destroy right. a box or an enemy, like a whole bunch of bolts come out. And so those are flying all over the place. There's so much happening, but it not once did it lag. Not once did it stutter. And it's just this seamless experience all the way through. That is it was truly incredible. incredible. And that that's something that Nintendo... <laughs> Could learn, to, could stand to learn a thing or two about because every time in Breath of the Wild that you go into the Forbidden Woods or Forbidden mm -hmm. Forest, I think it's Forbidden Woods. People are going to be so mad if I can't. Uh -oh. is it the are you even a fan? I am. I even a fan. It's where the tree lives and the sword <laughs> is. I, do, I played the game, I swear. But every time you go in there, there's so much happening. God, it lags out. You drop frames like you wouldn't believe. Oh, no. And so to hear, like, 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 especially with the bolts, like with all the little nuts and bolts that, you know, I've played Ratchet and Clank many years ago in the past. Yeah. And yeah, they're everywhere. And when they're exploding out in every direction, it's just all of those teeny tiny little renders take just mm -hmm. a little bit more processing power. And if you don't have enough, you're going to have a bad time. So it's really nice yep. to hear that it runs so smoothly. And I ran it, too, on the uh, performance mode. So, like, it was running at 60 frames. Ooh, It was wow. clean. Man, it was so you clean. something. Here's what? an idea, Jared. What? Okay, Here's hit me with it. Here's an idea. Maybe, for fun, next time we do a Team Chat Plays, I can play a little bit of Ratchet and Clank. Rift oh, you, we absolutely should do that. Yeah, I think that yes. would be fun. And we then need to you do can, that. You can backseat game and you can be like, you're not doing it right. Gosh. <laughs> well, and now since I finished it, I have the new ch the challenge mode, which allows you to like replay the story oh. with all the weapons and everything already unlocked and stuff like that. Ooh, that so would be we, fun. we can pick and choose how you want to, you know, how you'd want to play it. But yeah, we should definitely do that because it would be a oh, fun so one to stream for sure. That's actually a good a good point because one of our team chat rewards on our Twitch, like for, for channel rewards, is that mm -hmm. you can pick our loadout so if Ooh, we already have yeah. all the weapons unlocked that would be even better yeah and all there right, are so just... many weapons and stuff too like that was just one another one of the pros and obviously like i said a huge highlight of the series itself is all the different fun weapons you get to use and they're crazy and zany and they do a bunch oh, of weird shit wild. Yeah. but this one like i don't know there's like it has the like the radial weapon wheel and you have like three of those so like that you can Whoa. like sort through. So there's like eight or uh, ten plus weapons that you get to use. It's so fun. And there are a couple, I think, that I don't know if I have yet. But oh. um, it's just one of those things how you can pair those up together because it definitely you can use also when you're rivet or ratchet. They have a melee weapon. Ratchet has a wrench of course. and then and rivet has a hammer. And you can use that in melee combat. You can hit bash people with it. You can actually throw it and it'll return to you like a boomerang kind of thing. But that's not the main form of combat. The main form of combat is you are going to be wanting to use these guns. I'm sure there is like a challenge runner or a speedrunner person who's, only who only run. does wrench only. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that. <laughs> uh, but it's still being able to switch and you can like hot key uh, some of the weapons to your directional pad for like your favorite ones that you're always going to come down to, or you can just hold uh, triangle and that will, you know, pause the game, 
in time so you can choose your new weapon, swap it out and go and go nuts. But you got like the shotgun, like a shotgun type weapon. You got a blast pistol, which then as you upgrade, start shooting out like multiple, like a three spread shot. Uh, you've got this one called my favorite weapon was the I wrote it down the name so I get it right. Topiary sprinkler. What do you think the topiary sprinkler does? Well, I know that a topiary is a particular type of sculpted hedge. So a topiary sprinkler, I assume it, I would assume that it is a water gun that when it hits an enemy, it turns them into a topiary. Exactly right. Oh my God, really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, except, well, it's actually more like, it's like a grenade you throw and then like the sprinkler pops out of the ground and then just like shoots a spray of water in a, in a big ring and anything it touches. Yeah. It freezes them into like a topiary, a sculpted bush of what that character is. It's a good thing I read and I know what words, you know what stuff means. I know words. (laughs) And so that was perfect because it's like a great area of control weapon where basically you drop it down in the middle. It shoots around, freezes a whole bunch of enemies that are around you and then lets you just go nuts and like blast them with shotgun up close and get the big weapons. There's this other one that was probably my second favorite gun called the Negatron Collider, which it would have to charge up, but it then just shoots this huge beam of energy that was just like felt so powerful to use as like it felt like it should have like blown ratchet or rivet back as it's using it but it just is you feel the like the the heft of it and the weight of the of the beam as it shoots out because another huge selling point of this is how the dual sense the controller is integrated the haptic feedback and vibrations are integrated into this game unlike anything else i've ever played and it's literally it's not just when you're playing the game and you're shooting your weapons and all that. Even in like cutscenes and cinematics, if a, a character like touches something or like a, like a, a robot's like crawling over a surface, you feel those little vibrations in your controller, and it just fully immerses you more into it than any other platformer by far that I've ever played. And yeah. the weapons too have different uh, modes based on how you use the triggers. For example. Uh, you can like half pull back the left trigger and that's normally like the the more not full ADS but kind of aim down sight view where it's a little bit more precise. You can like on some weapons, if you pull the trigger trigger only halfway, it does like there's one like a sniper rifle. I'm trying not to yeah, talk yeah. too many about all the weapons because I don't well, want to like blow everything that there is for people who are looking to play I this. I just have but, a quick thought that like if you had just said the term ADS, I would have been like, ah. I've heard about those on YouTube. <laughs> I, I can skip is. those. If you hadn't <laughs> specified that it was aim down sights, sorry, I, I play first person shooters and I've never heard the term oh. ADS before. <laughs> and again, I'm also not typically picking up the sniper rifle. I'm out there with the pistols, guns blazing, just going crazy. <laughs> just I started crazy. blasting. Yeah, I but, just started uh, blasting. <laughs> there's this one that's kind of a sniper rifle, and so for example, there, if you pull uh, halfway on the left trigger, it will aim down the sight. If you pull all the way on the trigger, it will do us time slow. So you can do like a bullet time kind of thing. Mm, and then you can, and then some weapons, if you hold down the right trigger, like halfway, it'll like auto lock. And then you can full ba- pull it back all the way to fire it. And so like m- manipulating all the different weapon types through the, the triggers and the haptics just felt so good. And one of my favorite things of this game, you know, I mentioned like grinding around on the rails uh, you know, jumping from platform to platform there, even like there's some wall running and stuff like going on in there too. But one of the things that this game added that made this feel so, so good is there are these rocket boots and I'm, I'm pretty sure these are new to this game. I could be wrong and they were in previous games as well, but you, there's like a point in the game where it like makes points that like, Hey, you got rocket boots now. So 
but what that does is it's exactly what it sounds like. It basically allows you to speed along the ground without using a vehicle or whatever, but you have to uh, charge it up and like boost and accelerate yourself. And how you do that is you hold R1 to activate the boots. Then you use the left trigger to speed up and accelerate. And you have to usually hit it like three times. It's like a boom, boom, boom. Then you're at full speed. And, but then you combine the visuals of that, which as you accelerate, like the, you know, you got that like blurring effect as you're speeding up and going, but then with the sound effects of like the of the afterburner combined with the haptic feedback you're getting as you're like the resistance, as you pull the trigger till it boosts, I've never, it's like, it just feels so good and just blazing around at top speed on your rockets once you get to the boost and you're using the the rocket boots around you can still attack stuff you can still hit stuff so you can imagine like in some boss fights especially with or just fights in general with a lot of enemies you can just be blasting and rolling rolling circles around all these fools and it just feels so good because there is a little bit of an auto aim to an extent like if you're kind of like when you're especially going at full speed and moving around really fast and so it just the fluidity of it all. That's just, I, I know I talk about that with games a lot sometimes, like saying like how smooth it is, how good it feels. But like every time I, this one just puts that to another level. In the a thing sense. is, it is worth mentioning, even if it happens in other games, because it isn't always done well. Some yeah. games never get that rhythm right. And what mm. you've mentioned with like the boom, boom, boom of like getting to that maximum speed on the boots. I feel like that's something that gives players a lot of uh, like what's the word for it? Satisfaction. A lot of like yes. a really satisfying feeling of like, ah, oh, yes, something of note has happened. And while oh, yeah. you've been mentioning all of this, I've just been sitting here thinking these all would have been great features to have been included in Anthem. Had yes. it been yes. a PS5 release, that that would have been great. The it haptics and the feedback would have been amazing. On it would have fit in Anthem. so well, but yeah. R.I.P. and peace anthem. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Because, yeah, that one, it's dead. It's but dead. <laughs> it just, I'm trying to, like, describe, because it's, again, it's new. It's a newer game. So I don't want people, I, I'm, I don't necessarily want to go into the story beats and all the, the things that happened there. You know, it's, it is in a sense, like, your standard, there's the big bad guy, and we're going to go chase after him and, like, go through all these different planets, and you're seeing all these different things, trying to, like, re, you know, figure out how you can stop him and this Dimensionator gone wild. And... You know, obviously you're getting to meet Rivet and learn a bit more more about her and her motivations and why she's involved in this fight against Emperor Nefarious. And it just still, it just is one of those things. Ratchet and Clank 2016 was good. And I was like, man, this is such a great game. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart rolls around. And I was like, holy shit, they made it so much better. Yeah. And, you know, it it also helps because the writing of the game is super good. Like there's so many great quips, great little one liners and just little things thrown in about it. Like there's a robot pirate because like, this is obviously like in space, but he's a, he's a pirate that acts like a, like an old, a pirate of old, a buccaneer. Oh, like they're flying okay. around floating like airships that look like old boats. He's wearing like the typical pirate hat and all this. And they all talk in pirate voices. One of my favorite side character things is this other uh, alien species called Mort's. Morts, I'll have to yeah. look those up. Look up, look up the mort, really quick. And I'm gonna. I had actually had a picture pulled up here. I don't know if it's gonna show up, show up super well on my camera. Okay, oh, but see, these that's that a mort. Look like little wookies. <laughs> yes. How would? What do you think the morts sound like? Looking well, at that, 
based on their extreme underbite and their jowls, mm-hmm. I'm imagining like a gruff Winston Churchill. You would be incorrect because it is in the best. The Their voice is like one of the, this cracked me up every single time I heard it. All the Morts talk in a super Midwestern Minnesota accent. Oh God. It's <laughs> so like on this, on this screenshot here, it's, oh it says, Oh, you're going to leave that one. Wait, what? This is super tall. It says, Oh, you go on and leave that one to old Mort. Well, assuming you brought that part I asked for, but so their voice, like that's the line, but in their voice, it's normally, Oh, you go on and leave that for, to old Mort. Well, assuming you got that part I asked for, <laughs> like that's oh how they gosh. talk. It's Incredible. so funny. Every so time it, I heard it, so it's like I the was Fargo dying. Accent. Yeah. That's it's the Fargo hysterical. accent. Don't you know all Don't that stuff? You know. <laughs> Don't you know? Okay, then. It was all of that. And I was just like, this is so funny. And this is juxtaposition of that in the, like it was the last accent I expected in this like other world space adventure yeah. that we're having. It made me laugh so hard, but alongside all of the different platforming, there's the typical fare that you would expect in a platformer of lots of side activities, collectibles and things to hunt down. There are these things called gold bolts, which are usually like you have to go under and do some puzzle usually to be able to collect those or some you know hidden path on the on the level that you have to follow to be able to find them. There are these spy bots that once you collect all of them give you some kind of new perk or power up weapon, something like that. Uh, obviously with the more bolts that you collect through killing stuff that gives you the purchasable things so you can buy new weapons uh, from Miss Zircon from her shop, which Miss Zircon is great. She's this sassy southern robot who like has in everything, like talking about all of her weapons that she's gotten, you know, she and the uh, and what's really fun there is when you go to her shop and you look and preview uh, a new weapon that you can buy. It shows like a little video shows how the weapon works, but it's narrated by uh, Zircon Jr. Oh, has this like very uh, robotic, high pitched voice, but he's talking about it and he's basically like, you want a gun that shoots two bombs? Well, guess what's better than that? Three bombs. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> like a used up. car salesman. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's gonna rain destruction on your enemies, and just like going nuts. It's What's just like name? all the Zircon Junior. I think it's like Zircon Junior or Zerky, okay. maybe. Oh god. But um, it's just so funny. All the different like voices and uh, all the voice talent and stuff going into it. because you know it does have that more of like a kid show, cartoony kind of feel to it. And I just love that they just go balls to the wall on the different, you know, voices and stuff that they want to have into this game. It's just all these things just build and add to its charm and its appeal. And there's even uh, like a battle arena place on one where you can uh, get to uh, accomplish all these other objectives, like, you know, kill 25 of these enemies using only the shotgun kind of stuff. And those give you some extra bolts and different things like that. What you can also collect this item called raritanium, which is what you use to upgrade your weapons, uh, because although the weapon upgrades work with this kind of like hex system where there will you buy cells, and as you surround these golden cells by upgrading on it, you unlock the perk that those gold cells uh, give you, like extra ammo, uh, longer duration on like that freeze time effect and stuff like that. So and. Each weapon can be upgraded to level five. And as you upgrade more, that allows more branches of the upgrade tree for each weapon. And I mean, I completed the game and I think I've only fully upgraded two. I've got all, all weapons to level five, but I haven't fully upgraded them in Mr. Khan's shop yet. And so it's just 
Lots of these side activities to do. There's also these things called pocket dimensions, which are like smaller hidden areas that once you go into and they usually reward you with like a new set of armor at the end, because that was what was really fun. You can customize in this too, is you'll collect these armor pieces, but then you can go in and like change the colors. So you can outfit Ratchet and Rivet with really, really, really cool armor sets. So there's just tons of this fun. It's the typical platformer fair in that regard. It's just like there's, it's got this great, fantastic main story and with engaging gameplay, engaging combat, and plenty of things that once you finish the main story, you still got a lot of collectibles to go after to 100% the game. Question, was the Ratchet and Clank 2016 remake, was that one that you talked about when we did our platformers series? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, we yes, gotta do that again. There have been so many There's... more platformers that have come out since then. That's and true. That just got me thinking, like, even if it is standard, air quotes, platformer fair, platformers are still one of the most fun genres of games. Oh, yeah. I'm not meaning <laughs> like, like uh, that oh, as I like a knock. That, I don't think you didn't mean it that way at all. It's just I want to remind the other people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruh, platformers are awesome. They're still yes. awesome. They're still relevant. You should be playing them. They're great games. Well, and I think, too, like third person ones are especially like, you know, when you think of platformer, like still what comes to my mind is like the 2D side scroll, like the Metroids, the the old Super Mario Brothers, stuff like that. Like, that's more what I think of. But like, on the, I love the third person ones because they do offer up a little bit more in terms of what you can do in like the action or the the level design and things like that. And it just feels so good, especially having this like living what really feels like a living world around you as you're going throughout the, the game. And it just keeps getting better. And like I said, like I think I had the whole time I was playing this just a dumb smile on my face because it's just so fun to do everything in it there was never a dull moment at all and of course it was also had a fantastic score uh that was composed by mark mothersbaugh who uh does a lot of movies he actually one of my favorite soundtracks that he's done is that he did the soundtrack for uh thor ragnarok which is like had a huge like 80s synth vibe to it super good and so uh so it auto-corrected the name uh wataro uh, Hokoyama was also the uh, the other composer on this on the game as well. Gotcha. But like I said, it just checks all the boxes for what makes a great game. S- incredible level design, incredible visuals, incredibly good combat, a great assortment of weapons for you to fight. I will say the enemies and like some bosses kind of like y- you hit the you hit all of them throughout the game and then near the end you're like i'm fighting the same people again but not like in a it's not so often that you're just like this is getting repetitive because all there are there are obviously like good twists thrown in to keep it to keep it light but it's like you get all these weapons and then there are a lot of enemies and stuff but they all kind of stay with the main thing although the final boss fights and everything like that were spectacular so i'm not i'm not even saying that as like a knock it's like they stayed within they stayed well within their bounds and didn't try to do too much, basically, is what I'm I saying see. with like the enemies and different enemy design there. And honestly, so I've talked a lot about the pros. Okay, so here's my cons. What cons? What cons? What? Like on, honestly, like I'm trying, like I'm what? honestly like I'm blown away. You stunned me, Jared. <laughs> what cons? I'm, I'm like honestly trying to like I was like picking my brain. Like I said, I finished it last night. I was picking my brain of okay, what didn't I not like? So you mentioned mentioned before, I'm not actually sure if you said this during recording or not, but you mentioned that you're pretty sure the game is probably like 12 to 15 hours long. Yeah, I think so. Maybe not even 12. I mean, yeah, if you're a full completionist, I think like, yeah, yes. 
Do you think that that is too short or did you feel like that was the appropriate amount of time for the game? Oh, it was the appropriate amount of time. Oh, like okay. I, I like it was good because like I could go in and when I was playing it, I would play like two, maybe three levels at a time as I was going through. And it just it got like it felt like the pacing of it was great. I never was like, nice. OK, I'm really ready for this to wrap up. Um, obviously, like, was I ready for it to be done? No, which is great that I still have so many side activities. My uh, buddy Michael is actually playing it too. And we were talking about it uh, the other night and he was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm almost done. I think I'm, I'm at like at 80% completion. And I was like, oh, I'm, and we figured out like we were about the right place. And it's like, oh, I'm only like 60% completion. Like oh, he wow. was going around like doing all side side things as he was coming yeah. to him. I was like, I'm going through, I'm going to do a few, but like, I want to save that for after that, have that full exploration. Gotcha. Because this is one of the games too. Like it has 47 trophies, I think, Ooh. but I finished the game with 35 of them <gasps> popped. So like, it's very easy. Like it's a definite platinum for oh, sure. Okay. Gotcha. Like I'm, I'm not saying that is bad. Like it's, you pop a lot of the things as you just go on through the game itself. Um, and so it's definitely one that like, if you're not a serious trophy hunter, like I would say hunt the trophies, get the platinum because it's, it's not much after you finish the game itself much left. But I will say, I think the only thing that did come up that I was like, this is frustrating is sometimes in the very heat of battle, when I'm like swapping weapons left and right, I'm like using my blast pistol, switching to a topiary sprinkler, throwing that out, then immediately switching to something else. When I was like really just cycling through weapons, a couple times it would kind of get stuck on one. Oh, like I would okay. switch to a weapon, go to fire, and it was using the same weapon I was using before. I would pull up the window again, being like, oh, maybe I didn't select it right. It's showing the weapon I wanted selected, but it was still firing the last weapon I was using. I so see. Okay. that would use just like a thing of like you just let it sit for like a second and not try to switch the weapons again and then do it again. And it was fine. So not even like a huge thing. It's not like it caused me to die 50 million times throughout the game. It was just the one thing I think that popped up as kind of like. Could have been better. something that was could yeah. have been better. Something that uh, could have been fixed or arguably that just. Sounds yes, like a bug. exactly. And so but again. Did that kill my enjoyment of this game? Absolutely not, because it was just a fantastic ride from start to finish. So, I mean, honestly, if you are a fan of platforming games, if you're a fan of Ratchet & Clank, you should definitely play the game. If you're not familiar with the Ratchet & Clank at all, you should definitely play the game, because I, it's just one of those games that I don't see how you could play it and not enjoy. Ooh, Ginger's dreaming. <gasps> so, wait, wait, let me see. Can there I see him? I don't know if you can see him. Oh, there <gasps> Oh my God, look at him. <laughs> look at him. Can you hear, away. Can you yes. Hear him? <laughs> uh, I, heard, anyway. I heard him make a little boof. That was so <laughs> cute. <laughs> he has big old dreams. Good but boy. it was really just like it it's just a fantastic game. Like I don't know. Insomniac's knocking it out of the park. I haven't yeah. played, you know, the the Spider-Man game yet or Spider-Man Miles Morales, but just I know I saw the feedback that all of those games got and how good they are in visual quality and everything like that. And that's the, the cool thing that came out too around the time that Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart was released is that Insomniac was like, oh yeah, we did this no crunch whatsoever. We released Miles Morales and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, no crunch. And they did it within a few months of each other. Like Miles Morales came out at launch of PS5, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then here's Rift Apart coming out, not, you know, six, seven months later. No, it's, two it, two massive games like that. Incredible games. No crunch. Well done, it's, Insomniac. It's almost like good project management. Yeah. Leads to reasonable 
timelines and work required to meet those timelines. Crazy, yeah. right? Crazy. Absolutely crazy. crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I could just sit and sing the praises of Ratchet and Clank all day because it was just one of those things. It just felt so good while you're playing it that you don't want to stop playing it. And it's just such a showcase or and just like a baseline now, like of what games can be and what games can do. And so it was just, just a blast. I like, it was, it's like, I obviously knew it was going to be fun. I knew I was going to have a good time playing it, but even then I was still blown away with how good it was and how much fun I had. It's a full price game, isn't it? On PS5, it's yes. 60, 70 bucks? 69.99. Oh my. So, which I will say, <laughs> I will say when I bought it, I, you know, I've all, you know, we've obviously talked before about price and stuff. And it's like, yes, at some point games have to go, the price of games has to go up because the, you know, development times, you can't be just stuck at the same base price forever. But I will say I felt it when I bought that and they were like, that's $75. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a lot. It was, it felt heavy to buy for that, uh, for that price tag, but still obviously well worth it. Yeah. Like I get it. I'm not, I'm not here to like talk about like, Oh no, no, I only got 12 hours. That wasn't worth $70 of my time. No, absolutely not. In fact, I bought the game and I played the first couple levels and then I, it said, do you want to upgrade? And then what, uh, in the game hub, not in the game itself, but in the hub of the ratchet click game on the PS5, it was like, Hey, you can upgrade to the deluxe edition that gives you like extra armor sets and the soundtrack for like $10 more. And I was like, you got me. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so, yeah, you done got me. <laughs> you got me. So, um, cause I was like, uh, absolutely. I'll listen to the soundtrack and it was just really, you know, I was like, you yeah, know, yeah, you make a quality game. I'm going to want to throw more money on it. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, and that's and, a good point is that when people want to support your product and they think you made a good game, value is determined by the player. And that's a yeah. great example of that. And there's also parts of the game and this is um, another thing I wanted to mention. It's not as necessarily a, as a thing of the games feature, but a feature of the PS5 that I hadn't really used yet. And that remember when it shows off the, when we were talking about like the the PS5 when it was first announced and like they were really going through its features, It we talked about the ability to like look at hints in the PS5. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember that. There were a that. couple of points in this where there were, I will admit there were some puzzles that I was just like, what the hell am I doing here? Like I thought I tried, I just got stuck. And I was like, you know what? I know this is a feature. I want to try it out. So I tried out those, that hints. Mogan, it is so nice. And you were worried. I know that you had said that you were worried about like it potentially revealing spoilers or, and everything like that. It totally doesn't. Like you pull up the hub, you like hit the start button and it pulls it up and it shows like these cards that have the activities that you're currently doing. Like say like you're on a planet and it says, here's your percentage for spy bots that you're trying to find or golden bolts and stuff like that. But in this uh, specific area where you're trying to, you're playing as Clank and trying to solve these, these puzzles. And I just was lost. And so you open it up. It says like, Hey, it has a card for the section. It says hints available, clicked it. And it showed the part where I was automatically at that part that I was at. And I just like played a little video and it shows a playthrough of it. And it got, I got to the part where, Oh, Solo, what are you doing there, kitty? He's being a noisy little brat. <laughs> I'm not hearing him at all. He's being fine. No, he's being very loud. You just can't hear him. <laughs> I'm but yeah, I was just able to watch a quick video that got me stuck, unstuck, and just be able to jump right back into the game. It was so nice not having to like go and search it. And then, which I feel like 
potentially shows more spoilers than what you would want. Yeah. This was a very curated system. And I was I was just like, oh, this is cool to finally get to use this PS5 feature that I hadn't really used before. So Awesome. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that because I was worried about that. I actually totally forgot that that was a feature. I honestly so, did too. So and then I was like, back. oh, wait, I have these. I can use this. And so it was really fun to get like just another thing. I was like, oh, that's a nice little thing for when I just get fully stuck on something. I could just have the resource right there available to me. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Nice. But yeah, uh, it's a fantastic game. Highly recommend. Like I would, like I said, really nothing wrong with it of any substance, really. Yeah, it's it just, just the most minor, minor bugs. Exactly. And so it was just a fantastic all around experience. I would say people need to play this one as soon as you can get your hands on it. And so awesome. I bought it physical, the physical version too. So whenever you get your PS5 and all that, Ooh, I'll I just let you borrow, borrow it. Borrow it. Yeah. Oh, and jump right in because it's. So worth it. Is borrowing the oldest form of game pirating? I wouldn't necessarily call it pirating. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not. We're not. <laughs> I just wanted to pose a not really philosophical question and be like, is it though? Because it's not like I'm playing it at the same time. You have my <laughs> disc. True. I can't That's a good point. <laughs> so, but no, play Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, everybody. Fantastic game. 10 out of 10. Uh, honestly, like it's great. It was a fantastic game. Incredible. You heard it here first. Well, probably not first, first, but a 10 out of 10. Among <laughs> I know, I'm sure other people have already said it's a ma- it was a masterpiece. It's not like I'm I'm hitting you with the uh, the new opinion of this oh, game. What if all of the other reviews were like four out of so 10? One, and then you two. were the one person going 10 out of 10. <laughs> Listen to me. Really I'm funny. the true voice. I know what's up. <laughs> These other people were bought off by the competition. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just just shills for it. They don't. Yeah, they, shills. They don't know. <laughs> But yeah, that pretty much uh, wraps up my review of it. So like I said, didn't want to jump into the story. It's a fantastic story. It's a fun story, Uh, but you should experience that for yourself. But as far as the mechanics and everything, God, it was just a great time. Well, I can't wait to someday play it in three years when PlayStation 5s are finally readily available on the shelves. Hopefully your time will come soon. I hope. I hope. I feel it. I don't. <laughs> but okay, I like the confidence. Well, you can then come over and play play it on mine because, you know, open up do. a new save for you and all that stuff. But yeah, with that, everybody, I hope if you have played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and have your thoughts on it as well, well, we'd love to hear it. So uh, you can send us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com or follow us or jump over on our Discord server and talk about it with us there. Comment on our social media or wherever you're listening to or watching the podcast. Because, yeah, we'd love to hear from you and hear your great thoughts on these games as well. But until next time, everybody, that wraps up this episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined across the power of the Internet by my co-host, Rachel Mogan. Adios. We'll see you all next time.